you know what word is seriously underused? <laughs> what? what? what word? Baboso. <laughs> Baboso? It's just so fun and fun to say, dude. All those B's and, and those O's. Baboso. <laughs> those B's and O's. Baboso. Baboso. Uh, it just sounds like it sounds like like a it sounds like a Dothraki insult, right? <laughs> it it's does. like Cal Drogo, baboso, baboso. <laughs> that does sound funny. Dude. I feel like word, that should be dude. like a freaking dragon command, dude. Like you can just hear like Daenerys saying baboso. <laughs> it means Valyrian for bite, you know? Like, yeah, dude. At, 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 in the next episode, it's like Daenerys is in front of Cersei, and she goes. Baboso. Baboso. <laughs> and then Drogo bites Cersei. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. Bites your freaking head off. That would be pretty awesome. Actually. That'd be epic, dude. Baboso. That's it. We're doing the we're doing the uh the Game of Thrones spin-off, dude. Spanish edition. The Mexican edition. <laughs> what would we call it, dude? What? What would what would we call it? Oh, dude. Uh uh Trucha. Trucha Yeah. <laughs> uh Juego de friegos. No, 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 dude. No, no, no. It'd be trucha con las fresas. <laughs> what? <laughs> el trono. Trucha con las fresas. We wouldn't call it el trono de fresas. Oh, I like yeah, that dude. one, dude. El trono de fresas. Sí, es que... Es que, o sea... Es que... Es que, o sea, mis, es que, me, <laughs> o sea, es que mi papi me quiso dar el trono, pero... Pero... Que, okay. pero me dio una espada. Una espada, sí, pero estaba muy grande. Está este güey que se llama La Montaña y como que no se quiere mover ese güey. Quítate no, ya. Está, y ese enano. Guys, 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 guys. Oh, what? Sorry. You're seriously underusing the word. Baboso. Baboso. That's true. <laughs> Dave, we got to work that into the dialogue. Well, we, we haven't, we, if you guys haven't noticed, you're listening to the Baboso Report. <laughs> uh, it's the beta report, people. What's up? What up? Happy hey, Friday guys. to everybody. Just a bunch of babosos. Right talking here. about a bunch of babosadas. We apologize for those who don't don't speak Spanish, and we were like, "What are you guys talking about?" Hey, we apologize for. You nothing. know what I like about that word "baboso" is like the literal translation into English, right? Like "baboso" would mean like foamy mouth <laughs> or slobbery, like slobbery. Yeah, like slobbery mouth. Slobbery mouth. Yeah. So, there it is. There's your Spanish uh, lesson for the day. <laughs> I was just thinking like the visual of that, like a bubble, so, like a legit, like, like a, a, a dragon, a dragon, all like, slo- like just slobbering, like a mouth breather, like, <laughs> like, <Beethoven. laughs> like a mouth breather, yeah, dude, mouth breather, yeah, dude, mouth breather, for sure, that's that is that's so, such a great insult too, by the way. So like anytime you when you guys start watching Stranger Things again, dude, and you hear the word mouth breather, just think of bubble, so just think of the beta report and bubble, so yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Hey guys. Speaking of the uh, beta report, uh, you're listening to it. Yeah. Hey, what? yeah, what's up, everybody? And if you haven't hit subscribe, you know, go to your phone, go to that purple icon, the little podcast app. This is for iPhones. For uh, Android users, man, you can pretty much download any other podcast app like Stitcher or Castbox Cast or. Uh, the Google Nobody podcast. Nobody listens to that, bro. Shut up. Nobody listens, bro. The Google, it's all I- iTunes. The Google podcast. Uh, there's no iTunes anymore. Dude. Um, and so go ahead and look for the beta report and leave us a... Look, I'm flexible. Leave us a five-star, but if you want to leave us a four-star, that's fine, too. 
Because I know these fools right here are just like hard-headed and want five stars. But you know what? I'm okay with a four-star review. I, I'm just saying, go go look at all our reviews right now. Five stars. That Nothing is true. but sterling gold five-star reviews. Why? Five five-star reviews. Now we got Bro, a more than five. Though. Check this out, dude. If you don't ask for it, people won't give it to you. You got to throw it out to the universe, dude. Only five-star reviews. I'm doing my LeVar Ball on this thing, dude. You're going to just speak it into existence? Speak it into existence, dude. That's right. We're going to be the only podcast that ever has five only, only five-star five reviews. reviews. Yup. That's right. So go on there. Uh, I think uh, you have to scroll at the bottom of your uh, of the Apple podcast. Yeah, and go all the way down. Scroll through the thousands and hundreds when you're of on, millions of when you're episodes on we have. Our, uh, yeah, screen. Our... Um, Pod, our uh, not site, but you know what I mean. When you click on our uh, podcast, podcast and go down there and just leave us a review, give us five stars, four stars. Again, I'm flexible. And uh, not me. Subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Ben, don't break. <laughs> hey man, look, give them a chance. I said it last time to tell us how we can improve because we can always improve, right? You know. Yeah, dude. Let us know. Let us know how you really feel. Yeah, but we can we can improve, but we can't improve on them five stars. So just give it to us. <laughs> Jeez, so aggressive, five stars. Dude. Five stars. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You guys, I'm just playing. You guys go on there, do do whatever you want. You know what I mean? We're all friends here. That's the beauty of this podcast. Hi, guys. Hey, hey. That <laughs> coffee looks kind of hot. You know, just kind of blow it a little bit. Before you burn yourself on your way to work, we're just looking out for you guys, and I want you to have a good day. Hey, happy Friday, everyone. There you go. Give us a five-star review. <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, coffee, did you guys see the the um, Not Starbucks? Not drinking coffee. Did you oh, see the yeah, Starbucks dude. cup on the last Game of Thrones episode? Epic. Dude. I Amazing. Didn't, I didn't see it until people started like posting on Reddit and stuff. And, um, in fact... It got so much traction of people talking about it. HBO went back and removed the cup digitally. Did they're there for real? Yeah. Wow. So if you go and watch it right now, you won't be able to see it anymore. But dude, they should have just given everybody like, like on HBO Go, like a, a free cup of coffee, dude. Just so they can uh, like, all right, I get, all right for you guys who got it. Exactly. We'll let you have this, dude. It is. It's like a little thing, like a little nod to the fans. I thought that was pretty funny. Though. All right. Like everyone's like, you should open the next episode with like, this episode is brought to you by Starbucks. Yeah, dude. Or have like Daenerys just pouring like a cup of coffee, not into a Starbucks cup, but just like in a freaking carved out dragon tooth, which is where she where she drinks all of her liquids. Right. That would be pretty dope. What's what I picture? Apparently, there's been other mistakes before, but speaking of you know stuff like that, I think. Um, was it a Braveheart? They actually, there's a van in the background in one of the battles, and nobody catches it. No way. Yeah, I've never <laughs> seen that before. Yeah, dude. Dude, you know what's what? the, one of the best? An actual van in one of the Braveheart battles. You could see the van in the background. <laughs> dude, one of the best mistakes that I've ever seen in my life in a movie was in freaking Congo, dude, where they're like, <laughs> they're walking and they're trying to make it all like dramatic and stuff. So they're like. These, they're like these doves flying like in, in front of uh, one of the guys. But in one of them, you see like a guy's hands literally throwing the dove and it goes into like into frame. So you see someone's hands 
holding on to like two dubs and they're like throwing it in front of the guy's face. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. You could like straight up like see it too. It was like freaking amazing. I love it. There's a lot of things that shouldn't be in film, dude, like that actually happens. And, um, okay, I, I believe it's Mr. Nanny. The no 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 it is it's I think it's No Holds Barred the Hulk Hogan movie mm-hmm. in the title sequence when you, Hulk Hogan's uh, I believe it's in the beginning or is that where they show where the dog yes. the guy throws the dog over the bridge the or guy's whatever throwing a dog into the freaking river yeah dude, dude I remember I remember I don't remember seeing that but I remember hearing that I think on a podcast or something and then I went to go look for it and yeah dude it's dude, you real see it it's in the frame it's dude. a big dog too you just. Tossing a dog into a river, dude. Yeah, dude. And nobody insane. caught that, dude. A freaking <laughs> dog murder or something, and it's on film, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. That is insane. But one that I I saw myself. Nobody even. I uh, um I remember this because I was a kid. I'm like, what happened? It was this movie called Necessary Roughness. It's an old. Well, that sounds old familiar. Movie. It's um I'm trying to remember who the actress is right now, but I think it's I don't know if it's Goldie Hawn. But she, it's a, a female actress, and she becomes a football coach. And uh, of these, like, misfits or something, you know? like they're, Oh, yeah, yeah. And so there's a scene. I, I think it's Wesley Snipes is in this movie. and But I know it's a black actor. Um, and um, there's a scene where the, a guy, when the quarterback throws the ball to the guy who's the receiver, the receiver ends up, he's a white dude, and he catches the ball, and when he gets up, he's black. What the heck? Like the the film totally edited the wrong person who caught the ball, and ends up with Wesley Snipes coming up. You're like, wait a minute, what happened? The guy was white. He ends up being Wesley Snipes after he catches the ball. What? Yeah, dude, it's weird. It's like those little mistakes that people don't catch, dude. But it's uh, it was pretty funny because I remember seeing that. And I'm like, wait, what happened? Yeah, That's that was, awesome, dude. That was pretty funny. Um, there's so many, there's so many of those, anyways. But Game of Thrones uh, actually had the, that one this last week, and they actually had to fix it. Too many people were talking about it. That's crazy. Too many people were putting memes out there on it. I would just roll with it, dude. It's like, how's that going to affect this show, dude? Everyone's still going to freaking watch it. I know, seriously. All right, what'd you guys think of this last episode of Game of Thrones? <sighs> All right, disclaimer. I hated it. Disclaimer, because somebody had to watch it while everyone's trying to have family time. And I know, like, I know, you know, freaking homeboy over here just sitting all by himself watching it. Uh, Damn, Uno. but on top of that, what do you care about family, Uno? <laughs> like seriously, I don't. <laughs> on top of that, freaking Danny's trying to put me on blast because I have not seen. It. I I I sat with you towards the end of the episode, and that's all I saw. I didn't see the rest of it, so I I know what the gist of the episode is, but I haven't actually sat down to watch it. All right, all. you got to go back and watch it, Uno. Did oh, you watch it? We even talk about it then? Yeah, go ahead, dude. Because I already know what happens, like the major plot points. All right. Without talking about major, okay, just to give, because we don't have to talk about spoilers if you don't want, you know, and we don't have to. No, go ahead, man. I don't care. Well, here's my overall thing, I think, is um, my issue now is that this episode just seemed so rushed. So many things being thrown at you that you're not giving enough time for whatever just got revealed to kind of set in. Mm -hmm. And so everything is just kind of like just being... I just felt it. If I just feel that it felt rushed, but it's kind of like the issue with the season, though, right? Like I feel for the most part, uh, things have been moving along at a very fast pace. Like a but, lot of stuff that's, true. especially like the Battle of Winterfell, or uh, yeah, the Battle of Winterfell. 
Um, I think a lot of people thought that that was going to get dragged out to at least two episodes. But just kind of having, like, this culminating thing, like, something that was teased from, like, the first episode of the first season. And granted, I guess that's, like, the drag out, you know, build up that that battle, you know, like, like what we're asking for, like, what it needed. Um, and eventually it was going to have to come to an end at some point. But, like, for it to just kind of resolve, like, all in one episode just kind of felt like is like the culmination of like this season it kind of like in a nutshell that everything just kind of rushed like they're just trying to get through a lot of stuff in just one episode at a i time. get it and, I'm, and even i didn't even mind it as much because obviously we wanted to see that big winter uh winterfell battle but this episode in 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 particular felt so much more rushed there's so much stuff that happened uh and then some of the choices they make i know that it's to get the plot moving and and to co- create conflict but man, dude, sometimes they're kind of infuriating. Like, why is Jon Snow so dumb sometimes? Mm-hmm. And some of those decisions that he makes, like, seriously, just, just well, why are they making upsetting. Tyrion so dumb too? I feel like well, I, I, that's another thing too, right? Everything that Tyrion has done so far has pretty much been—he's not the Tyrion from from the Battle of Blackwater. You no. know what I mean? He's he's so like. Just failing at mistake everything. Mistake after mistake after mistake, and then he's being outwitted by his sister. Yeah, and I, I think I think that's the major thing that I feel like is the general consensus, is where it's like the um, uh, Tyrion forever has been usually like the smartest person in the room, and he's outsmarting everybody by like ten moves, you know, before they're even made. But now it's like, yeah, his sister all of a sudden is like. A freaking evil genius mastermind who is outwitting him and like in every respect like every decision that he makes is the wrong one so it's like what the heck you know i feel i don't know if it's just like um like a like a lazy thing or or if they're just like because they need it for the plot that they're just like making him into like the, just like this like failing idiot dude like it's it's just weird it's like yeah it is almost weird. like against character yeah it is weird you i think it's about time that we get or that he gets some some victory, you know? So I think, I don't know if that's what's being set up for these last two episodes. Dude, we got two more episodes of Game of Thrones. That's crazy. Two more episodes of and Game I of think, Thrones. And you know, I think, you know how Game of Thrones does it. Like, they don't end on epic battles. So I think that everything's going to be wrapped up in the next episode. And then episode number six is just the, this is what happens moving forward episode. Like, like the aftermath? Like an aftermath yeah, the episode. aftermath. You know, because like Nate, Ned, uh, Ned got beheaded at episode nine. We had Battle of the Bastards was episode nine. Battle of Blackwater episode nine. Um, yeah, so they those have are like a red wedding episode nine. Yeah, they have a it's history. Always like the the yeah, it's always like the nine. episode before. Yeah, it's always the episode before where like it all goes down, and then episode like ten or the last episode tends to kind of deal with the aftermath. And I think that's how like George George R. R. Martin does it because even like he, I think he's planning on writing um, the something of spring like the winds of spring or like a dream of spring or something like that after it's all over like the, his last book is kind of like a wrap it up book. All that to say, I think that everything's going down in this episode, and I'm not like I'm not liking where things are at right now. So here's a here's a quick discussion, dude. Mm. Um, so. There's a possibility that we will not be um, satisfied with with the ending. 
and there's been history of 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 shows like that like lost comes to mind of some people uh, you know sopranos ending, ending that people didn't like sopranos that's a good good um uh good one there uno that a good example sopranos kind of left it with everybody's like not happy with it so that's my fear, you know, and I can only think of one show right now. There might be probably others, but one show that comes out to mind that had the most perfect ending was Breaking Bad. Yep. Yep. And, I, was, and it, I was just going to say that. Yeah, it had a perfect ending, dude. It couldn't get any better than that. Uh, it was great. Um, but all these other shows that had these terrible endings, like, I'm, a, I'm afraid that we're going to get that with Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. After all this, after, Me too. everything being rushed and what they decide on. And I know that because it's Game of Thrones, they, they'll make decisions that not everybody's happy with. But being that it's the f- final season, I'm hoping that they can come through, but I'm kind of afraid that they probably won't. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, Just to continue on this, like, we're not liking how things are going. I do. I I feel like um they you know for five seven seasons they've been building Daenerys's like to character and arc to be you know the defender of the innocent right like fighting for the slaves like empowering women right and then all of a sudden like there I feel like they're I granted like the Missandei thing makes sense. But it feels like forced writing in order to justify her recklessness. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Daenerys has always been headstrong. Daenerys has always been um, impulsive or whatever. But reckless, like she is being at the end of this episode or how it feels like she's going to be, it feels really out of character and it's kind of kind of annoying to me. Like, I, like I feel like we were abandoning who she was for... Um, like we're abandoning who she was for for I don't know why, but we are Sansa. Um, no, no, Daenerys. Daenerys. Oh, Daenerys. Daenerys. I'm also upset with Sansa because we can revisit this whole Sansa thing. But like the, with, with Sansa, my question is why is she so so skeptical and why is she so resentful and why is she undermining? <laughs> well, that, she, that was that was my, that so is, much. That is my biggest problem with how Sansa's being written is that you're not given an actual reason why she distrusts Daenerys so much. Well, I mean, because she's the little finger 2.0, that's why. It wasn't that, well, like, well, one of the things that, like, he told her was, you know, just kind of, like, don't trust anybody and, like... Yeah, but she... Certain people can give you a reason as to why, right? But this is... She brought her armies to fight against the White Walkers, and, I mean, she didn't have to. So the right. North, the North is alive or still standing or whatever's left uh, because, because of her. Because of her. So she said at her own risk, she pretty much sacrificed all of the Thraki. There's like maybe two left. Mm. I don't know. Two or three left. They're, all the Dothraki are dead pretty much. Dude. The Unsullied. That- we saw in the last episode, they were like the size of like a church choir. They, there, was, there wasn't that many Unsullied. I don't know if that was just some of the Unsullied. Well- Really quick, I feel like the math isn't adding up in Game of Thrones too because all right, here here we go. I'm about to black out. Will Pharaoh. Um the uh, Unsullied army is supposed to be 8,000 troops. And then the um the Dothraki horde is supposed to be 100,000 blood riders. 
Um, and then in the episode, you hear that we lost half the Unsullied, so she still has 2,000. And we lost half the Dothraki, so she still has 50,000. So you guys are telling me that this army is being, is nervous? This army of 54,000, just Daenerys, 54,000 troops and a dragon is like skeptical going to war with, with Cersei and her 20,000 troops? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, dude. Well, well, well I think well, I think well, what it back, is too though is like hold on, hold on, going back to the and the Knights there. of the Vale are there too. That there are roughly six thousand troops, something like that. <laughs> but but we go back and and because we're talking about Sansa real quick and why she distrusts Danny and we don't have I don't I don't see that we have a legit reason why she doesn't like her. Yeah, uh, we really don't. And this whole it kind of irritating me. It's kind of annoying that she's like. Doesn't trust her. She doesn't like, dude. If it wasn't for Danny, the the North would have been obliterated mm-hmm. to at least pretty much sacrifice her the Thraki um, army. So I just don't get why. I know they had to write that into the story, but it just it seems so like uh, just added on for the sake of the story that there's no reason why she's like that distrusting. And then, how infuriating was it? All right, getting into spoilers. How infuriating is it that John tells his family, makes them swear not to tell another living soul, and literally not even a day passes. Probably within the next couple minutes, we see Sansa telling Tyrion about it. Yeah, whack. It's like, dude, come on, man. Why? I know it's to move the story, but it just makes Sansa look petty, so like untrustworthy. Like, dude, there's a meme going around. The only and it says the only person uh, uh, able to take to uh, the only person able to keep a secret in Westeros, and it's a picture of Ned Stark. Nice, dude. <laughs> the dude took, kept a secret for what 80, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never told anybody. Never took that mess to his grave, dude. Never. Why couldn't Jon Snow took his dad's example and just just kept his mouth shut? Because in that, because Danny was right, if the secret, the secret gets out, more chaos would happen. It, there's no need for him to say anything. Also, like she knows he's she's his nephew, and she's still down to like shag him. So like, <laughs> dude, they're Targaryens. Gross. I know, dude. The, to them, it's normal. Uh, uh, that's just like an everyday thing, dude. Freaking okay, com- I'm done. Freaking Commodus style, dude. Commodus. Nasty. Straight out Joaquin Phoenix style on this mess, dude. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. But to me, it's like all this has like has like hints of of little finger manipulation and just kind of like pitting people against each other. I don't know for what purpose, but it just kind of seems like Well, yeah, Sansa, exactly. it's Sansa that- new telling Tyrion. Would start the chain reaction of him telling Varys and it be, being in his mind of someone probably better to rule. I mean, she knew what she was doing. Yes, she's totally Littlefinger 2.0, dude. But, but see, why is she Littlefinger 2.0? I know. I know. I don't know. That's a, like, yeah, I get it, dude. I'm with you, man. I don't know why they did that. I mean, I guess to have a, you know, I don't know, asterisk Stark on the throne, maybe? Like, just to put John there and then to make sure that... Because his... His like his allegiance would fall on like Winterfell, like see, so they're kind of 
she's kind of securing her spot there, like knowing that like if John were on the throne, then they'd be like okay, they'd be like legit. I'm just nervous of what these two episodes. Yeah, and, and one all. of the things that like I feel like they're kind of like, uh, which I hope that they kind of subvert uh, towards the end, but they're like. I feel like they're shoehorning like a Mad Queen scenario where, you know, because it, it kind of goes with like what Masande told her at the end, your cards or whatever, basically burn them all. And that was like what the Mad King did, right? It was just kind of like burning everybody up and like destroying uh, uh, King's Landing or whatever. So it's kind of like, I don't know, like if that's, this is like the setup of like having another Mad Queen where like John is going to have to like kill her and blah, blah, blah. Like, I like I hope they're not projecting their moves so far in advance that like we've all just kind of figured it out already. So when it it, it unfolds that way, yeah, it's gonna go out with more of a whimper than, you know, like a like a bang or whatever. It's just gonna be like, huh, okay. Well we kind of saw that coming from a mile away. But I do hope that they somewhat, you know, turn that on its head a little bit and make it something else, make it something different. Um Yup. But one thing that was interesting, though, is like in that trailer for next week's episode um, is the look on Euron's face when he looks up into the sky, like because he's already seen a dragon. He's already taken a dragon down. So like I just thought that was interesting that they would kind of clue us into at least that little bit because I don't even think there was any dialogue in that trailer. Right. It was all just kind of like I feel like they, they pulled like an end game on this mess and they like literally showed us. Like the first couple of minutes of the episode, and that's it. You know what would be like, dope? He looks at it all surprised because Drogon has armor. That's what, I, honestly, I feel like that's kind of where yeah. they were that's going what I with was that. Thinking immediately yeah. is like that it's gonna have some kind of like armor he on it. it. He's like, or toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. No way, dude. Oh, what? Ghost is gonna be riding that mess, and it's gonna be finally Ghost oh the dragon. Direwolf hybrid that I've been talking about this entire time. Shoot that fool like a missile. And get freaking Euron right in the face, dude. That's, a, that's that's my prediction. Baboso. Yeah, exactly. There it is. <laughs> Instead of barking, freaking, uh, or howling, freaking ghost is just going to be like, Baboso. Okay. Speaking of ghosts, John couldn't go and pet his dog before he gave him to Tormund. Word. Really? That fool's missing a, an ear for John, and he couldn't get a good boy? Come on, dude. That was weak sauce, dude. That was weak. How do you not go over there, pet him, good boy, give him a good scratch, and send him on his way with Tormon to the north? Too much CGI, That fool dude. just looked at him and said, Too much CGI. What up? They had, uh, they had to use that budget on freaking one dragon getting shot down, dude, I guess. Poor, like... Poor ghost had like half an ear. He had a mosca flying around his eye. Like dogs like <laughs> Straight on the up street, street dog. Like yeah, dude. Like just, just hanging out, dude. Nothing, dude. Nothing. Yeah. I am kind of like, I would want to see that. I hope at some point, like, they show us that. He had to, something had to happen for him to miss that ear. But it's like, show us like him like mauling up some like freaking White Walkers, dude. Dude, Show something. Yeah. I don't know. That, that I don't was, think we will just because of like financial reasons. Yeah. I don't think they will. That was weak. Like, I think it might just be too pricey to, so, to so, do. Somebody was saying, somebody was saying that, right? They said, oh, because, you know, the dire was supposed to be all big, whatever. And they couldn't afford the budget. And they're like, dude, 
Kit Harrington is like small. All you need is like a big husky. He <laughs> looks like a giant direwolf. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, why didn't they do that? They should have done that. Yeah, dude. Anyways, let's move on. Let's move on from that Game of Thrones. Bummer. We got two more episodes. We're definitely going to be talking about uh, the last episode here. Um, and it's all going down next episode, dude. Yeah, That's my prediction. For sure. We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll talk about that real quick. Eric, Game well, of I mean, like, we, we're all in the group. Like, Cersei's going to die in this episode. I don't know. We'll see. In this next episode. She would have to. She can't survive in six or in episode six. Who knows? We'll see. We'll find out Sunday. Dang, dude. So it's only a couple of days, and we'll we'll see what happens. Oh my gosh. Hey guys, so we're not gonna talk about any Marvel Disney movies or TV shows. Wait, but hold on, dude. What? How was it that like Daenerys didn't see that freaking scorpion thing from from on. on top? I'm just saying, dude. There's a lot of things not adding up. She's flying overhead. R.I.P. Regal. How does she not look down and just see like there's freaking thing, scorpion guns or whatever they call them? A whole f- freaking fleet. A whole yeah, and the, like still the surprised cosmos? by that crab, and just be like, nah, B, let's turn this around. Let's get out of here really quick. <laughs> let's go. Let's get, yeah, dude. Chale, too much. Go. Too much. We'll come back. Let's go. I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. Anyways, that's enough Game of Thrones. We'll talk about it, uh, next week. Is it though? It is, is it enough Game it's of Thrones? Enough. It's enough. Hey guys, besides Game of Thrones and all these ep- uh, Marvel shows, Endgame, we've been talking about to death. We're gonna give that. We're gonna give Marvel a rest. We got uh, till July the or the end of June to talk a little bit more about Far From Home uh, and not any other stuff. There's a bunch of other stuff we could talk about. So why don't we do that? Uno, is there a TV show that you think people are not watching that you want to recommend to people? Okay, we've talked about this before, and I'm uh, uh, I'm going to say it again, dude. Marvelous Miss Maisel is a great show. Check it out. It's on Amazon Prime. It stars Rachel Brosnan. So if you're you guys aren't familiar with her, she was in House of Cards. She was the uh, escort woman that brought down. Dang, I forgot his name. Peter Russo. Anyway, so that's where you might know her from escort who brought down peter russo anyway this story is you know back in like the 1950s um so it centers around uh rachel her her character's name is midge right so she's just housewife things happen in her life she goes into comedy and that's just kind of really broad i don't want to give give away too much it's really good but let me just talk about why i started watching this show so we you guys have heard us talk about how much we love atlanta do we love Atlanta or what? Word. Love it. You're right. Like Atlanta's so good. And when Atlanta didn't win Best Comedy of the Year, I was like, what the? F-? Like flipping. And then, then it's like Marvelous Miss Maisel. And I was like, mm, let's see why. And then Jeff brought up a good point in that episode. He's like, but is Atlanta a comedy? It's really not, right? Like if we sit and think about it, it's not really. Mm-hmm. It's super dark. But Marvelous Maisel is a cam- comedy, and it's different. It's not like sitcom, like it's not like Friends, How I Met Your Mother ish. It's not like The Office slash Parks uh, and Recreation. It's really different. Um, so Marvelous Miss Maisel is really dope. Check it out. It's on Amazon Prime, and it's one of those shows that once you start watching, you just can't help but binge. It's only two seasons in. It's not too many episodes. I feel like you can manage that, right? Like it won't destroy your life. Like you know. Destroy your life. Well, because you know sometimes you you can start binging and it'll destroy your life. No doubt, you'll be dude. like, 
you'll be like, I just gained 15 pounds. So yeah. I, I got a shout out, dude. Um, cause I, 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 um, really like Marvel's Ms. Maisel too. I watched it back when season one came out and, uh, in this season as well. And, um, I got to give a shout out, not just to Rachel Brosnahan, but Alex Borstein, who plays her manager. And also, dude, I think the, um, if you were to give a sixth man award to a TV show, it'd be Tony Shalhoub. Yes, dude. Tony, Tony Shalhoub, who plays her father, Abe Wiseman, is really good in that show. Dude, too. he's great. And I, I'm sorry, I dropped the ball. But yeah, Alex Bornstein, who plays Susie, her her manager, them two on screen, amazing. And then Tony, amazing. Who's Abe, really good. So You watch this show too, right, Jeff? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I, I like it a lot. I have... I have my opinions about the last episode. <laughs> I wasn't too crazy about it. Um, just the direction that we're going in. But the show itself is 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 great. It's great. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And and even to to so so it's like I kind of was like, ugh, about the last episode. Mm-hmm. But I don't hate it. It's like no, I no, see no. That they're taking the direction we don't want them to, right? Yeah, like yeah. this can all be a happy end, and but it's like, oh dude, they're gonna freaking but anyway, yeah. really good show, dude. It definitely is. But yeah, you know, like if you want to take get away from like the whole Marvel, Star Wars, Disney owns the world for a moment, Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah, so take take your money away from the mouse and give it to Jeff Bezos. Because he needs <laughs> more money. Because he needs money, dude. He needs to pay uh, one of his uh, 10,000 boats that he probably has out there, dude. Hey, Jay, do you have a show that uh, you'd want to recommend to people? Um, I do have a show, but it's actually not on television, and it's not uh, something that you can watch. It's actually something that you can listen to. There's been a lot of really good uh, podcasts out there that I've been listening to. Now that I got a long commute, um, I get to just kind of sit down and like binge all of these episodes. Uh, but one that we were, we've been talking about as a podcast before, uh, like behind the scenes, is uh, is one called Blackout, and it stars uh, Rami Malek. Um, and uh, it's a pretty like it, it's a uh, it's a pretty crazy podcast because it deals with this literal blackout that happens, but uh, in a small, I think, what is it, New Hampshire town called Berlin, I think. Um, yep. So why don't you give a little bit about the Berlin. type of podcast? Because when you think of podcasts, you think of like the Beta Report. Crime or the oh, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think yeah. of the Beta Report. Dude, what's, what's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. So you think of a, uh, like our podcast or people, you know, you know, shows or something like that. But this is a little bit different. Yeah, this them? is a full-on, like, uh, fictional narrative storytelling. Um, storytelling podcast where it's like these actors, voice actors – who are you know reading from a script and like uh, it's kind of like a um, like the like kind of like the like the olden days when like people used to hear like these serial um, these serial episodes of like the Lone Ranger or something like that or uh, you know like all these like different like episodic type um, shows that would come out on on the radio but now we get them on podcasts um, and. Uh, and some of these are just like fantastic, dude. Some of like the the writing is great, the storytelling is amazing, um, and then some of the the voice acting is like really good too. And this one in particular is really good, just in terms of like the like the technical side of it, because it's it's produced by uh, Sonos, so I guess they did like a lot to invest in the sound quality of everything. So the actual like sound of like the surroundings and and just like the sound effects and everything are really good. Uh, but again, like just the, um, the, uh, um, 
the story itself and uh, um, just like the, all the actors and it was very engaging and it just kind of like sucks you in. Um, and uh, like I was like I, I mentioned, it's it it deals with like this blackout that um, is happening in this little town. Uh, but as you know, they kind of like uh, come to realize that it's it's like a, a national thing that uh, right before the president goes up to give like a, a like address the nation on what's going on, all the like all power goes out, and uh, so they're kind of like in the dark, literally and figuratively, uh, as to what's going on in the nation. And then it's just like I don't know, this is really cool. It's like a really good podcast. It's like um, I don't want to give too much away, but uh, it's called Blackout. Uh, so definitely get if if uh, well after you guys listen to our podcast after our episode, which are usually you know little bite sized morsels of pot of uh, episodes, um, go ahead and listen to this one. It's really good. All Called right. Blackout. Blackout. Yep. So true crime is like the the hot thing right now, right? Yep. True crime is like everywhere right now. So my recommendations is sort of uh, on in that um, genre and. Uh, it's been getting a lot of news right now with Zac Efron playing Ted Bundy. Mm. And obviously, you know, it's it's kind of rare. But, you know, for him to play that kind of role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's your high school musical dude. Always playing the stud. But then again, when you think about what Ted Bundy was, and Ted Bundy was a lady killer. Yeah, dude. More ways than one, obviously. So, um, so my recommendation goes, I'm going to give you guys two recommendations. I'm going to, Recommend that you watch first um, Conversations with a Killer, the Ted Bundy tapes. And it's on Netflix. So good. Dude, it's it's crazy, dude. It, it's a journalist who actually went to interview um, Ted Bundy and actually put him on tape to talk about the murders. And when you hear the whole story about Ted Bundy, the stuff, not only that he did, but him actually escaping twice. Twice? Yeah, I know, dude. Dude. And the second time is when he actually committed even more murders. The first time he escaped only for like six days. The second time he was like months before he was captured again. And just the story, dude. Like one thing, dude, don't watch it at night or watch it at night if that's your thing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it is crazy that this is was actually real and happened. And how he just sort of was a, 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 um, TV magnet. Like, he was, like, people were charmed by him. Mm. He'd make... There's scenes, actual scenes, because um, his trial in Florida was the first ever televised trial. And he was making, like, the courtroom laugh at point, yeah. dude. And so, um, it's interesting to see that. And then, after you watch that, watch uh, Zac Efron's movie, uh, which is Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. That title is actually what the... Um, judge um, uh, actually described one his his the murders that he committed, and so the 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 movie itself is not so much about the murders, but about the relationship that he had with um, uh, what's her name? Um, let, me, let me I forgot her name. I had it I had it uh, on my mind. It was uh, Elizabeth Kendall, and Ooh. she it was a uh, pretty much his girlfriend. Um, never harmed her, never did anything, was not violent with her at all. And she had a daughter too, and right? And had a daughter around him and stuff and everything. 
And That's crazy, dude. She didn't know this about him, and he was doing committing these murders and stuff. That's freaking wild. So it's the sort of the story about their relationship and how everything was starting to unravel once they started catching on who Ted Bundy was. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it it's pretty interesting. It was pretty interesting to watch and to see what happened and how it. Uh, spiraled down into you know him trying to explain away, and he was so charming though too, and and how he would come up with ways to oh it wasn't me, and obviously the the evidence was was pretty overwhelming yeah. and stuff, but uh, it's interesting, I mean, it's something different to watch. It um, it's uh, I believe that the conversations with the killers like about three episodes I believe, and then this is like a an hour and forty five minute movie or something like that. So so you said like watch them in in. Uh in well, tandem, kind of like a companion piece I think to it each would other. Be, I think it would be interesting that way. Because yeah. I was watching uh, the Zach Efron movie, and it almost seems like, dude, like, I, I, I kid you not, I was almost like thinking, like, dude, can he actually get away with it? Like, he was actually convincing. But then you go back. If you watch the, 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 the documentary or that three-episode documentary, there's no way he's innocent. They found all this stuff in him. So this guy was a a, a terrible person, man. He yeah. was and a monster, a master, but a master manipulator. Yes, yeah, man. Yeah, he was a monster, but a a manipulator, dude. And um, it, it's interesting to see both of how you could see one side, but you also see the side of you know what he really was. That's so, crazy. That's yeah, dude. Man. I saw. I saw. I, I saw the uh, the tapes. Um, the tapes documentary, so I need to see the movie. So I highly recommend the uh, the tapes. But um, like what you were saying, Jeff, I feel like um, uh, if if you need to see the documentary and you will get to know Ted Bundy like very thoroughly. Um, like I remember, I remember there's this scene where he's in court. Remember when he was in court, Jeff, and he's yelling at the ju- at the judge. Oh yeah, like. He yeah, literally yeah. raises his hand and his like finger, points like, at the judge, yeah. and he's like, "Like, oh, this is a sham, blah blah blah." And the judge's like, "Don't you point your finger at me, young man, right?" Um, but it just shows kind of like this guy, dude. Like, it's it's kind of gnarly, um, but at the same time, um, dude, it's crazy to think that this is real. Like, this guy really was alive. This guy really behaved this way. Um, but it's really fascinating to watch. Definitely check it, check out. I'll kind of co-sign um, the the Ted Bundy tapes, and and I myself am gonna go watch that movie there as soon go, as dude. we end this podcast too. Check it out, man. That's sure. something different to watch, other than uh, any of the other stuff. <laughs> Definitely no Endgame and no uh, uh, Disney movies. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, give although, it a, give although, it a break. although there's a little connection, right, with Zach Efron, High School Musical. Maybe after you watch this one, go watch High School Musical. Did you ever watch those movies? Um, my wife loves those movies, so I don't even think she loves the movies. I think she loves Zach Efron. So, don't 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 skirt the issue, dude. I know. Have you that's crazy because those because movies. like um, anytime I see Shaq Ef- Zach Efron shirtless, I think of you, dude. Shaq Efron. You have that, Shaq that Efron? midsection, that midsection you have in Zach Efron, dude. Freaking identical, dude. And by identical, you mean like totally different? Yes, <laughs> for sure. But yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> um. Go watch High School Musical. Oh, no, wait. Go watch uh, Shockingly Vile and Extremely Wicked <laughs> and something terrible. Zach Efron, dude. The next Wolverine. That's all I'm saying. Nah, dude. Boo. Boo. What you saying, dude? Boo. It's going to happen. 
No, dude. I already told you, Daniel Radcliffe, dude. Oh, dude, no. As Wolverine, dude. No way. He's, a, he's an incredible actor, man. Yeah, maybe, but he could be somebody else. <laughs> not him? Yeah, not him. Man, you're terrible, dude. Ah, dude. Any last, uh, oh, Uno. Dude, I watched season one and two of Fargo. Oh, so good, right? I'm in season three, but it's, it's, it hasn't, it hasn't captured me like season one and two. I'm going to watch it. I started which watching ones, it. Which one's, which one's season three? Is that, uh, Ewan McGregor? Yes. Oh, dude, keep watching, bro. Really? First of all, you got to realize like that acting performance. Okay. Like that is the same guy. I think he won, didn't he? Didn't he win? I don't know, dude, but <laughs> so good. It's good. I'm not saying it's terrible. I, I, I really, really liked season one and two. Like, I couldn't stop watching. Those were really great. I, I like I like season I like season uh, one the best, but I think season two I like better than season one. So, another one, dude. Another one, if Wait. people want to take a break from uh, Marvelousness. Uh, Fargo's Fargo. available on Hulu. Both. Uh, all three seasons are available. So on good, yeah. Jay. Have you seen it? No, I've I've seen uh, bits and pieces of it, but no, I've dude. never seen an entire season all the way through. Dude, season one is incredible. It's it's Martin Freeman. <laughs> you almost kind of feel bad for him that he ends up like I don't know. One encounter with one person changes his whole life, like whole life, dude. Like you feel bad for him at the beginning, but then. The choices he makes, you're like, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he becomes emboldened. It's where, just, where can you watch it? Hulu. Oh, okay. Hulu, okay. Uh, you can catch uh, all the seasons right now. Season one, two, and three on Hulu. So Highly I leave, recommend it. So if I leave a five-star review on this podcast, can you give me your Hulu uh, account? Let me see that uh, five-star review and I'll right, send dude, it to I'll you. I'll do that. All right. Because I need it. For sure, dude. I'll send it to you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, any last-minute uh, recommendation, guys, before we leave? Yeah, leave a five-star review if you want to see, uh, if you want to get wine and dine by me. I like, I like that recommendation. Or if you want these expose pictures of Uno. Oh, man. Ooh-wee. Those are worth every star. Right? Every star. Every That's star. a constellation worth of stars. So I'm saying, it's dude. It's the big dipper of stars. Oh, wait. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Let's, not, let's not go there. No, let's go there. All right. I'm doing this. That's isn't that the unsullied theme? I oh, thought you man, were doing the jaws. Bottom, bottom, bottom. That's what I thought you were doing, dude. Ah, dude, it goes by many names. Jaws is not one of them. Jaws might be one of them. Pito. Hey everybody! Thank you so much for joining us for the uh, for this episode of the Beta Report. As always, go out and check out uh, our Instagram and Facebook at the Beta Report. Make sure to follow. Tell others. We'd love to have more listeners and uh, move up in the ranks. Damn uh, ranks of most listened podcast. I do. We love it, dude. For sure. Then maybe we can have Charlie Starin part of the podcast. What? Dang. That'd be dope. Anyways, for the podcast or for the beta report, this is Jeff. This is the con. Con! This is- Sorry, I haven't done that in a long time. I'm sure. Uno, go ahead.
Have a great Friday. Hey, hey, your coffee's still kind of steaming. Uh, just blow it a little bit. I don't want you to burn your lips. Everybody have a great Friday. Just Night. remember, the Beta Report loves you. Laters. Goodbye. Pito.